When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning to you. Happy Mask Day in England. It's been Mask Day pretty much every day in Scotland and Wales for the duration, but it's uh, masks are back, mandatory across uh, the whole of England today. Uh, they are compulsory as of this morning uh, for going into shops, uh, into banks and uh, in public transport. But interestingly, they uh, also seem to apply to an awful lot of other places. It's just uh, emerged overnight. They certainly weren't mentioned on Saturday night by the Prime Minister. They'd be legally required in uh, hairdressers, for instance, in beauty care and uh, beauty salons and personal care salons, barbers, nail bars, massage parlours, tattoo and piercing centres. Uh, they're required in all takeaways, estate agents, solicitors' offices, loan providers, vet surgeries. Uh, they're also uh, in, uh, in vans used for driving instruction. Um, so, yes, uh, quite a lot of more places than perhaps many had thought. Pretty much everywhere... But hospitality, as far as I and and your office, your workplace, as far as I can gather, um, but booster jabs are going to be rolled out for all adults, um, which would mean actually for an awful lot of adults over eighteen, so you've only really recently been eligible. We're looking at a jab sort of every three months. So, is this how life is? Not just an annual booster, but a booster every three months, or? Does the jab just require three jabs for it to be efficacious, as is the case with plenty of other immunisations? We'll be talking about that with scientific experts uh, throughout. Uh, we're also going to be uh, talking about Keir Starmer's front bench reshuffle as well. First up, let me introduce you to the guest who's going to be joining me for all the chat this morning. Security expert Will Geddes. Good morning to you, Will. And a very good morning to you, Julia, on this kind of depressing day. It, well, I mean, isn't it? I mean... You- do you know what I mean? Say, Mike Graham and I have kind of had rather different reactions to this. I've got to be honest. I uh, the whole thing on Saturday night when there's a press conference at five o'clock, you always know it's bad. I mean, it's always bad news. There's never been a hey, everything's fine, go back to normal life, have a great time. No one has ever had that press conference. Um, and uh, and and so when it was a five o'clock press conference on Saturday, you knew you knew it was going to be bad news. And I think virtually everyone I know has been filled with a sense of doom and gloom, a black cloud over them uh, ever since. Um, the people the people who were saying like, oh, well, you know, it's necessary. But even the people who think that, and those of us who don't think it's necessary, but even the people who think it's necessary, feeling just sort of, here we go again, a few weeks away from Christmas, what's going to happen? Um, how how do you feel about the, the mask rules? Because obviously, you know, everyone has to obey the law. We're not endorsing anyone not breaking, not 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 obeying the law. But people do have mask exemptions. And like, how, how do you feel about that rule coming in? 
Well, I found the whole thing kind of pointless now, Julia, to be honest. I, you know, I used to be behind it. I think like a lot of people I subscribe to, you know, whatever we can all do to contribute to trying to help each other is fine. But there's no logic in this. It, it just doesn't seem to have any logic anymore. And I think the problem is, uh, is that it's almost getting more insidious as well. I mean, I, I was hearing about this £200 fine that will be levied on anybody who's flouting the rules as well. And as you just said, you know, I don't think many people, and there was a few things that you listed there, yeah. of places that um, are included within the list of places where it's mandatory to wear masks, but not, I think everybody was aware of that. So I, I think it's going to create more tension. It's going to create more depression. I think it's going to create more conflict between general public and potentially the police. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I've got a lot of good friends who are in the Metropolitan Police. They're probably slapping their foreheads with their hands right now going, oh, my God, what are we going to have to do now? We're going to have to start arresting people for flouting COVID restrictions. We, it does feel like we sort of come full circle. But what's interesting is this comes on a day, well, you know, comes into force and was obviously announced beforehand before uh, Joe Biden, the American president, who has not been one to shy away from, I mean, you know, mandating vaccines, for goodness sake, uh, for federal employees, uh, lots of strict restrictions. I mean, I mean, a, a level of obsession with masks only in public, by the way. When they're not in public, they don't wear them. Um, uh, when you, cameras aren't on them, they're not wearing masks, trust me. But, um, but Joe Biden said yesterday there was no need for new COVID restrictions in the face of the Omicron variant. He said its emergence was not a cause for panic. This, by the way, is exactly what the South African authorities who first identified it said. And we uh, spoke to um, uh, Angelique Kurtzi, the uh, the very senior figure in the South African uh, medical system and a, a GP in Pretoria where uh, this was, this. she was actually one of the first to actually say, look, I think we've got a new variant in the Hoteng province. But she said, he said, this variant is a cause for concern, not a cause for panic. If people are vaccinated and wear their mask, there's no need for lockdowns. Well, I mean, Lisi's ruling out lockdowns for the current time. Our government hasn't done that. Um, but, I mean, there's no doubt at all the hypocrisy over masks is something... I mean, I'm sorry, most of my Twitter feed now is exposing hypocrisy over masks. And yeah. not because I'm having a dig at people for not wearing masks, but simply to expose that the people who tell us to wear masks don't clearly think... Well, no, they don't wear masks in much of their own lives, apart from when they think the cameras are on them in public. And that tells you something. It tells you that they don't think they're necessary because yes, what people again... do themselves is a giveaway of what they view as necessary. And I've written articles in the past, and I mean, with I mean, a huge number of sources. I mean, you know, four cabinet ministers personally telling me that they walk into Downing Street and no one is wearing a mask and we're not doing even back in you know mid-2020 when we were all being told to wear masks. So they, they, they don't do it. Yes, I mean, we, we were talking on the show yesterday that on... Um, on, uh, on Sunday night, there was this teaching awards ceremony. And at that awards ceremony, the Education Secretary, Adadim Sahawi, who's a man who I actually much admire, Vaccine Deployment Minister, he did a fantastic job. I think he's one of the, I think he's one of the good guys. I really do. Um, but, you know, he was at the ceremony, not wearing a mask. None of the teachers were. No one's breaking any rules. I don't want them to be wearing masks. I don't think there should be a mandate for masks at all. But, but this was on the night that they slipped out the announcement that children, including my daughter, would be required to wear a mask from 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 well from Monday morning actually her school's bringing it in today now it's the hypocrisy how can you be at a social event not wearing a mask but then think it's necessary for a child walking down a corridor to wear a mask and yesterday um Sonadim Sahawi um along with m most of the cabinet and the prime minister at a major lunch in Westminster hundreds of people many of them quite elderly 
barely a mask in sight, except, of course, on the waiting staff, because that's how we roll now. We have, you know, we just have the people who serve us wear masks because they're somehow diseased. But the people who are sitting down don't have to wear masks. Um, People were mingling, drinking, walking around, constantly up and down from their tables. No mask wearing whatsoever. Again, the day before, they're telling us we need to wear a mask when we walk into the supermarket. It's just rank hypocrisy. Well, the the other thing that really irritates me as well, I, I you know, over and beyond that whole rank hypocrisy, is the lack of any kind of standardisation of these masks. Yeah. I mean, you and I are both subscribed to the fact that we don't believe these masks really work anyway. I don't. It's not uh, belief. Are, no, no, I don't have a belief about anything. I just look at the scientific yeah. studies. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But I think that you know, there's no question of saying, okay, well, if we're going to make these masks mandatory. This is the model of mask that everybody needs to wear. Uh, this needs to be made available. We're not enabling, obviously, markets, third-party markets to, to gouge the prices yeah. and profiteer from it, uh, that everybody needs to wear this type of mask. But the thing is, is the variables of mask, people making their own pretty little mask from home, which, again, has no value yeah. than, than 99% of the masks that are out there. So, really, it's a bit like saying to soldiers, well, go to the battlefield, but bring your own body armour. If you want to wear something lighter yeah. or a little bit prettier, then go for it. You know, is it going to afford them any more protection? No, it's not. But, but the, and that's the crucial thing. And, and as we, we've spoken to very guests pointing out, you know, if this was considered to be vitally important, they would mandate the kind of mask. Germany, they mandated from January this year, they mandated for, for 11 long months that you have to wear medical grade masks, wearing a little flimsy bit of cotton, pulling up your scarf, those little bits of those paper masks, not actually allowed. They're not legal. Um, they will they will not count as you wearing a mask and they've seen a massive surge in cases well, i'm sorry can we please have a reality check people and again a yep. latest study looking at uh um, you know we're talking about you know advisors to the government pointing out if you look at the incidents and the case rates in, in in wales and scotland where they've had mask mandates and in england there's no difference which just it, it i don't know how much more proof people need the people living yep. in the same climate at the same time you know doing the same sort of things some some are mandated to wear masks some are not and there's no difference in role in in in, uh, in case rates what does that tell you i mean it's just absurd um let's uh, talk about um the uh, travel restrictions. So Nicola Sturgeon and Mark Drakeford representing Scotland and Wales yesterday both called for tougher travel restrictions. They want an eight-day automatic quarantine for all overseas arrivals. I mean, virtually all of my colleagues here are already, we're talking about, you know, people going away on holiday, people are booking ski holidays. And yes, I'm sorry, people like holidays and, you know, we, we, we enjoy freedom. And, and people trying to work around the whole, you've got to get a PCR when you get back, but you have to isolate until you get the negative. Getting a PCR, you know, over the new Christmas, New Year period and getting it back quick enough that you're not off work. All the people mandating this stuff, A, don't travel. B, they do, if they do it, they're not, they're not subject to any of these rules and see um the um they're in they're in public sector jobs where they you know i only get, i get paid by the day if i'm not at work i don't yeah. get paid i need to know i yeah. can be at work the next day after my job after my, my journey and, and i can't guarantee that and there'll be loads of people in that situation but i also don't i don't trust the system uh to yeah. be absolutely frank with you julia i mean i went away in the summer uh came back uh i am fully vaccinated mm-hmm. i had my day two pcr and uh Got and I didn't even get my result back, and nobody demanded to see yes. my result. Yes, so the whole I've heard thing that from go. many, many, many people. All yeah. they want, all they want to know is you've got the proof that you've actually ordered it, you so you can it. fill it in on your passenger locator form. Okay, we should be checking up on these things if they matter. Check up on them, and if they matter, they should be free as well. They're either a public health need or not. Um, let's talk about um, uh, Keir Starmer uh, front bench reshuffle. 
I mean, did anyone in the real world notice? I mean, I think there might be some big question marks about that. I don't, I don't know that it was a top for, for me uh, yesterday. Um, but uh, he has reshuffled some of his top team. But crucially, he did it after sending out his deputy, Angela Rayner, to basically do media round. For some reason, she chats to me quite happily off air, but not on air for some reason. Um, and she um, she was sent out uh, to do a, uh, a briefing ahead of a big speech she was making at 11 o'clock yesterday morning. Uh, she was not told there was going to be reshuffle. was asked about it and was, was said, no, no, there's not going to be a reshuffle anytime soon. Um, he started the reshuffle while she was making her speech. I mean... If 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 Keir Starmer would, would take on the Conservative Party as well as he tries to take on those within his own party, he might be more successful with voters, surely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, I did, does anybody really know what the reshuffle represented? I mean, it flew straight over my head. And I think, you know, nobody really cares because they're not really doing a great deal to actually draw that much attention. And that you know, that is crucial, Reynolds... isn't it? Does, yeah, does it matter? I mean, you know, no. yeah, it's, it's sort of, it's, if, a, if, a, if a shed cabinet member... Falls in the wood. Does it make a sound if no one's there? To... <laughs> but that's the thing. Yvette Cooper. There've been one of the big, big changes. Yvette Cooper from the who's obviously been a long time Labour, um, you know, front bench figure and, and very senior figure in the uh, in the in the House of Commons. She's chair of the well until now. She was chair of the Home Affairs Select Committee, doing a very good job, uh, holding the government to account on on lots of migrant issues. But she's now shadow Home Secretary. But she's a staunch Remainer. Was still is will forever be. She's someone who tried to fight against the Brexit referendum result being enacted and she believes in open borders. Um, I'm not entirely sure that that's going to play very well with many voters, both Tory and Labour. I, I think the fundamental problem, Julia, as I'm seeing, is, is it's like that definition of insanity to continue to do something that you know isn't working. Yeah. Uh, and I think the problem is, is that, you know, what we're seeing in the shadow cabinet is none of them are adapting to what the general public are actually looking for and actually yeah. want. And it's yeah. like, no, we're going to be stalwarts. We're going to stick with our own original views and we're going to stand by them, you know, come hell or high I mean, water. And I like, I like standing by principles, but but again, yeah. the, tr the trouble is, you know, if you want to get elected, you might have to actually have some views that the majority of the population of this country share. It's a mad idea. Well, you know, they'll probably not be, they'll no. probably not stand by them anyway. They'll, they'll change the moment. So there is that. Anyway. Speaking about old politicians there. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.